Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. The podcast where the dogs are the stars of the show. Welcome to episode 79 of the Relaxed Dog Podcast, sponsored by therelaxeddog.com. Thank you very much for finding this show. I am your host, Robert Ober, and I hope that you and your dog are well. Welcome back to the regular listeners, and welcome if this is your first show. My guest this week is Ashley Leeds, and we're going to be talking about Merlin. But first, in some doggy news, we go to... Scottsdale, Arizona in the US, where the family of Bruce, a one-year-old French bulldog, couldn't find him. They searched around everywhere before hearing uh, Bruce's faint barking in the backyard. Now, the family also have a... 15-year-old tortoise called Bianca. And Bianca had a den or a hole in the backyard. Bruce went down the hole. Bianca went down the hole. Bruce couldn't get out. Bianca wouldn't move. So a few phone calls later... And the local fire department were around in the backyard, also scratching their heads as to how they would get Bruce out. Eventually, they did a little bit of delicate digging and coaxed Bianca out, and a very relieved Bruce immediately following. They are all well and going to make sure Bruce doesn't venture down Bianca's holes anymore. Now we go to Carcor in New South Wales, Australia, and the Working Dog Challenge auction has wrapped up, and Poppy, the Kelpie, took out the top honours. She was sold for $24,000, and... Poppy actually shares grandparents with the Australian record holder there, another Kelpie by the name or the formal name, Aluka Hoover, who was sold for $35,200. And now is this week's interview. Welcome to the Relaxed Dog Podcast. I am here with Ashley Leeds. How are you this morning? I'm absolutely fine and dandy. Thank you very much, Robert. Yourself? Oh, I am fantastic, and thank you for Good. taking some time out to have a chat with me. Oh, not 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 a problem at all. It's, I, I guess as, as this goes on, you'll understand um, I'm passionate about what I do, so uh, I'm more than happy to share it with uh, you and your listeners today. Oh, that's great. So who's going to be the, the main focus of the discussion today? Well, I suppose we've got to talk about Merlin because we've literally just lost him. Um, and, and, and when I say we've just lost him, he's moved on to another home. So he's still very much with us. But uh, yeah, it's Merlin. So uh, yeah, we, we said goodbye about three weeks ago. No, that's okay. Sounds like it's going to be interesting. So I'm just going to start with whereabouts in the world are you? I am in um, sunny Devon in uh, the UK, uh, right down at the very bottom of, of the UK. So in England, um, right on the south coast, um, about 10 minute walk from the seaside. It's absolutely glorious. Um, but when I say sunny, it's not quite as sunny as where you are today. It's, <laughs> it's freezing here today. It's about seven degrees. Oh, look, I'm sure it is a charming place. And by the sea, so it can't be too bad. No, exactly. 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 So- as per usual, I'm going to ask you to go back in time before you and Merlin met, and I think you're going to tell me you're going to go back even further um, and lead us into the events on how and why that that happened. Oh, this is a, it's a great story. So. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not a dog person, and and so before everyone switches off, I am now. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so, um, yeah, yeah, no. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Um, so, uh, my my wife has always wanted a dog, 
Um, and I have always been absolutely petrified of, of dogs. Um, some people are scared of spiders. Um, where you are, it's probably snakes. Um, but but yeah, I've, I've always been um, wary of dogs. Some dogs I'm okay with, but on on the you know most most of the time I steer clear of dogs. I don't get them. I don't like how they jump up and all the other things that dogs do. And and um, you know, so so never never really crossed my mind to have a dog. Yeah, can I ask was it was any sort of like traumatic experience as a child or anything like that, or just a just a general sort of like no, nope, don't like them? No, I, I think I think um, my mother had a, a a snappy Jack Russell for a very short period of time when I was little, and and I think it was I think it was that, and um, you know I've, I've always I've always been super wary of dogs, mm-hmm. so so yeah, that's 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 the backstory. Um, as, as to my terror with dogs, you know, it, it, so, it, when you're a dog person, and, and I, I'm, I like to think I'm slightly better than your average dog person because I'm coming from the other side, so I understand how people can be fearful or scared or what have you. Um, but, but most, oh, he's fine; he won't bite. You know, <laughs> you don't care about it. I don't care about him biting. He's scaring me to death. And and, and I think as a, as a kid, I was always told if you show them that you're scared, it's worse. <laughs> and so. so how do I not be scared? And uh, uh, yeah, I've, I've always, yeah, absolutely. Pet- petrified is, is a good word. It's a good word. Mm-hmm. And your wife started helping you through that. Well, um, so um, she wasn't my wife. She was um, a, a girlfriend and um, I, I knew that she was the one. And so, you know, you, you go over to the parents and they had two dogs. Um, one was an absolutely crackers cocker spaniel and he was just totally crackers. Um, and and a, um, a sheepdog that um, kept him in check and kept everybody else in check. And um, he was quite masterful and very intimidating. So I, would, I used to dread going over there. Um, so, so yes, I've always been, always been wary of dogs. And um, so, so, so therefore, uh, in fact, we were having a conversation the other day and I said, sweetie, I did tell you I didn't like dogs when we first met. And, and so um, the, it, it, it's, it's always been like that. Um, but over the years, um, and we've had two children, it's always been, can we have a dog? Can we have a dog? And it's always been, no, no, no. And my, 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 the thing that got to me was I'm being a little bit, um, I don't know, prejudiced about having a dog because I don't know what it's like to have a dog. So how can I say I don't like having a dog? Um, and, and, and it's a bit like people that don't have children, you know, oh, we don't have children because we don't like kids or whatever. And it's like, well, everybody loves kids. Why, why wouldn't you have children? <laughs> so so, so I, I, I turned that around on myself and I said, well, if that's the case, how can you say that about dogs? So I said, look, let's let's try having a dog. Um, however, <laughs> one, one of the statistics in the UK is about 157,000 dogs are rehomed every year um, and about 47,000 of those are destroyed. And I didn't want to be one of those statistics. Um, give, give or take those numbers, you, you, you can find them if you Google them. And um, I, I found out about Guide Dogs. This is Guide Dogs for the Blind. It's a UK charity. And basically what they do is they provide dogs to people with little or no sight or impaired vision and stuff like that. And the, the, the cost of that that dog is about £55,000. And to keep the cost Not down... Cheap. No, it's crazy. But but to keep the cost of the, that down is they use volunteers for the early years um, training. So mm-hmm. while, the, while, the, while the dog's a pup. And so from six weeks... Um, you get you get the puppy, and you get all the support that you need to ensure that that dog becomes ready for training. So when I talk to people, it's a bit like um, having kids and getting them ready for university, or <laughs> getting 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 them ready to to fly the nest. Yeah, you teach them how to you know do their shoelaces, how to cook, how to make the bed, you know all those sorts of things. Um, none of our dogs were able to make the bed, but they were pretty good at tying shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so. <laughs> We investigated this and uh, my wife said, oh, I'm not having a dog if I can't keep him. And, and we said, fair enough. And, and, and that was it. And then, you know, a few more years went on. And, and I said, look, I'm dead serious about having a guide dog. You know, I, I, I would have a guide dog because, you know, we've been married for 30, 35 years now. And, and she said to me, uh, and I said, look, this is the only way we're ever going to have a dog, but I am serious about having one. So we looked into it more, um, went for an interview and, and the, 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 the process to, to get in the program and stuff like that was quite tough. 
And I did my absolute damnedest to be the most awesome dog lover in the world um, <laughs> when 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 she came and interviewed us and they brought a dog round and I was you, you can tell someone who's who's got a dog in front of them then they're not a dog person mm-hmm. and I did my best I, I I didn't want Debs to turn around to me and say you 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 you, you made you made out that you were going to fail that's that's why you, we haven't got a dog I really did my best and 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 anyway the good news is we we got we we got through and um we actually got a, a an award last week for 50 months service to guide dogs so yeah so we, we, yeah know we, yeah, we've been doing it a long time and and so over over that time we've had four pups mm-hmm. nice but it was a, it was the first one that was that, that was interesting because we'd never had a dog in the house. So we didn't know what to do. And, and my wife has always had dogs, so she had an idea. But with guide dogs, they, they're not allowed to jump on furniture. <clears throat> they're not allowed to um, beg for food. And there's loads of things they can't do. And there's loads of things you have to do, like taking them for a walk and putting them in the car and all those sorts of things that you do in their early, uh, in their early years. But they also got to have fun and mm-hmm. they're not allowed to go free running. And, and, and just this, the list is absolutely endless. So our uh, divisional manager or whatever she's called, she comes over once a fortnight. And then the opposite fortnight, uh, we go to puppy class. So we're there with other puppy raisers and, and their guide dogs and, and they they put them all in different groups. So we were with the little ones and then we, we you know you move up as, as as they get older. And 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 there's lots and lots and lots of things you have to do. It's very, very strict. Um, but the benefit of having a guide dog is you obviously don't pay for the dog. Uh, you don't pay for any vet bills, you don't pay for any food, and you get all of this hands-on support and you know making sure that you know so got any queries or questions you pick up the phone or email or whatsapp or whatever and and it was absolutely superb and um so people were seeing me with this dog now so we've got this little puppy um called trekker and um he's 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 with us and people are saying oh you oh he's lovely whatever you're going to be so upset when he goes and i'm i'm there going no i will not it's only a dog it's only a dog <laughs> but but like, like you said well i i've i've finished this this chapter of the story because they 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 become part of your life don't they and mm-hmm. and um you know they do absolutely everything with you and you've you've Brought them up from six weeks old, so 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 guide dogs have them at six weeks. So it's really young for yeah, a, for is. a puppy, um, but but we need to imprint on them, and we need to get them trained and get them ready for training. So, so you know, th- you know, they've been doing it for donkey's years. They know what works, um, and so we'd, we'd we'd had we'd had him a while, and I was taking him to the local supermarket, and I'd go to the supermarket most mornings just to buy a few provisions, but to take him around and get him used to walking past the donuts without eating them, to get him sit, to get him sitting at the till without jumping up at people. And, you know, he was a lovely, lovely dog. And he, he, he broke the heart. He, 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 you know, he earned the hearts of every, all, the, all the staff there. They all loved him. They all looked forward to me coming in. He, he was brilliant. Absolutely lovely, lovely dog. And um, I, was sat, I, was, I was on the till one day and I turned around to the, to, to the lady who was, who was putting all the stuff through. Um, Rachel, she's called and she's, you know, she's, she's, um, I've known her for years now. And, and you, you, know, you get to know these people because you're seeing them regularly. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I got, got the news through today. She says, what's that? I said, Trekker's going. We, we, we've got a date for him. And she burst out crying on the till. Um, because she was, you know, sorry to see him go. And, you know, so we, we chatted and what have you. And I said, well, it's not, not for a couple of weeks and um, I'll bring him in on his last day and, and, and what have you. And, and so we, we then got to the last week of having him. So this is our last Saturday with him. This is our last time on the beach with him. This is, <clears throat> this is our last car ride with him. So all these different things were going on. And um, so on, on, the, on the morning, it's always a Thursday. Um, we call it the puppy snatcher comes. Um, <laughs> think, think, think of Cruella de Vil and, and, and the 101 Dalmatians. So, um, so, so on the on on the Thursday, he, he, so I went I went into the supermarket on the Wednesday, and she was there. She said, "Oh, you are going to come tomorrow. You are going to come tomorrow, aren't you? You're going to come tomorrow." I said, "Yeah, yeah, I will come tomorrow." I came out of the house that Thursday morning, and 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 it's le- right to the supermarket, left to the to the woods. And uh, I started walking left. I couldn't do it. I was so upset I couldn't do it. But I said I was going to go in. So I had to. 
And I went into the supermarket, got, got the few things that I needed. And I'm at the till and they all, all the staff came out, they got him a card oh, and they're all, they're all saying their goodbyes. And um, this woman behind me, she was crying, didn't know her from Adam. And uh, I turned around to her and I said, oh, I'm really sorry about this. She said, no, I don't even know who you are, but it's so sad. <laughs> and I said, well, the, the, my, my eyes are watering because it's really cold and I think I've got something in them. But, but yeah, it was a, a really emotional. And um, so anyway, the puppy snatcher came and off he went. And he's now working with a guy um, in the West Country, a guy that had uh, gone blind because of um, uh, something happened to him. And this guy had, had um, become more of a recluse and hadn't gone out and, you know, mm-hmm. not seeing anybody. And Trekker has gone in there and changed his life. And, and, and so, so when people say to you, oh, it must be hard when you give them up, when you hear a stories like that guy and how much difference that dog has made to his life, it doesn't matter that we cried that day. It's a real bittersweet type. Oh, sort of, it's, yeah. Do, do, do you know, Robert, that it, it, it is, it's an amazing honour to be part of the programme and actually have a part in that huge machine that, that, that can do that. And, uh, it, it's yeah. It's you, you use the word noble. I, I, I think of it as an honour. Um, you know, it's it's a small price that, that we have to pay. How old um, was Tracker when you sort of it, about about eighteen to twenty months old? Okay, yep. Um, That's the average we, we, type stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe he was a little bit younger. So what what happens is is you've got X number of trainers. Um, an X number of dogs going through the program, and and if if a dog's taking a little bit longer, because it's it's not it's not a set fourteen weeks when they get to training, it, it, it's a little bit flexible. So if they're pretty good, then they'll go on. And and I think at that that point in time, they were short of dogs. So I think Trekker went a little bit younger. Um, sometimes we've had them a little bit longer because th- th- there's a bit of a backlog. So so yeah, I think I think he was about that sort of age when he moved on. Um, and then, then they go on for training with a trainer and then they move again and have extra training and then they go matching. And so they have training with, they go training with their partner uh, as well. So, so yes, it's, it's, it's it's phenomenal what they do. Absolutely phenomenal what they do, but they change lives. Um, and, 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 and that's why we do it. And that's why I'm passionate about it. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today. Ah, well, I was going to say, it's a, a long introduction. We haven't got to Merlin yet, but such a, well, what a powerful message and a powerful story. And, and yeah, just it's really shows how another facet of just how awesome dogs are and, and how much they impact on, on lives throughout their journey in different multiple people, you know, like carers like yourself and trainers and then on to the final people who they end up spending the rest of their life with and, and help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but the thing is, right. They love doing it. They absolutely love doing it. A friend of mine at the time turned around and said, Oh, you, you know, you, you should get a dog. You should get a dog. Cause they, they, they had a dog and it was always, no, I don't like dogs. I'm scared <laughs> of dogs and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, got, got, got the dog and she thought he was amazing, but, but she, she, she like didn't like the idea that, he was bred and trained just to serve. Um, but but I'd, I'd, I'd sit there and argue with her any day or night when you see and hear the stories that the, that, that the partners get from their dogs. It's just phenomenal. And, and to deny them that, I, I, think, I think that's wrong. And the dogs love, absolutely love helping um, yeah, and it's, people. It's much, much more than just, you know... A, a tool or a, to to serve oh or something. It's, it's, yeah. it's a life yeah. companion. It is. It is. And 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 you know we're we're both lucky. We've got we've got you know decent decent vision and, and we we can see. But but could you imagine not being able to see and, and your only friend is a is a is a is a furry thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that they become a proper support. It's not just somebody to take you to the shops or to take you to your granny or whatever. It's someone to really you know. Just, just look after you and keep an eye out on, on you. In fact, I, I, the, the um, tra- tracker um, knows if this guy is going to have a fit, so he, he keeps an eye on him that as well. And, and that he's just picked up by being with him. It's not trained. He's, he's just senses it. It's something I keep saying to a lot of people, the, 
the bond between two species like human and canine there's there's nothing else like it yeah, I'll cut me. <laughs> five, five years ago, I'd be going, who are you talking about? Why are you listening to a podcast about dogs? What are you even doing on it? So, uh, no, it's hilarious. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a copy of this to, um, I'm going to give her a name check. She's called Emma. And um, she, went, went, uh, the, uh, she, she, she had a couple of dogs um, and they were super boisterous, super scary, super big. And uh, whenever we went round there, um, they, they'd hide them in the other room because Ash was coming. And and I was, <laughs> and, and I, I bumped into her recently, and I was telling her about my journey with dogs and that. And her chin was still on the floor after about <laughs> half an hour of chatting. She was just sort of like, I cannot believe you've got a dog. I cannot. And she was just, and she kept saying it. No way. There is no way. So I'm definitely going to send this to her because I know she'll chuckle. Yeah. No. Sometimes. Uh... It's just uh, whether you call it fate or or some people say karma or just just uh, energies in the universe, but a person and a dog gets together under a, a set of circumstances and and lives change. Yeah, absolutely. Perceptions absolutely. change. The whole everything changes. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, it's great. It's absolutely great. And uh, so so we had another one, and um, so 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 the next the next one that came along. Um, I can't remember his name now because I'm on the spot. But, but uh, the, the next, the next one came along. Um, Archie, Archie came along, and we turned around to to our our handler. I keep I I, I don't know her job title, but she is amazing. Uh, I call her Leah, and um, we we turned around to Leah and said, "Look, we don't want another pup until after our daughters got married." because there's lots going on and the build up and we, you know, we don't really want a puppy and, and worrying about it. Anyway, our daughter got married on the 1st of July, uh, which that year was a Saturday. And um, she phoned us up, I don't know, the Thursday or the Friday before maybe, and said, um, it, was, it was now that you're ready for a dog, isn't it? And we said, well, not until Saturday. And literally, she turned up on the following Thursday with, a, with another puppy. It was absolutely hilarious. So li literally, as soon as we were ready to have a dog, she pounced on us. Um, so, so yeah, we had Archie and then, and then we had Iggy and, and he was the same. Um, she phoned us and we said, we're going away for our, for our wedding anniversary. So, you know, after that, that's fine. We were sat in the air, in the hotel waiting for the bus to transfer us back to the airport. And she phoned us and said, can you have a dog? Can you have a dog on Thursday? So <laughs> You must be doing something right. <laughs> well, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Trekker was, was a handful. He was proper boisterous and, and, and really, really hard work. And, and all of his siblings were withdrawn. Um, you know, for, for 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 one reason or another, but we we managed to get Merlin through, and he's he's an amazing dog, and and I guess if you have a really difficult one to start off with, and you get them to to graduate, then you sort of like feel like I could do anything, and 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 I think this has been the same with the pandemic. You know, we've we've had some really really tough times during the pandemic, but we've got through it. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, there's loads of talk in the news about another lockdown in the UK. And it's sort of like, yeah, but we got through the last one. Mm. You know, the, the, the very first lockdown when we, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. There was no toilet paper um, and, and nobody knew what they were doing. Um, and we got through it. And, and so that, that was the same with, with Trekker. We got through the really difficult dog. So mm. every other dog after that is going to be a breeze. Um, until nice. until Merlin came along. <laughs> well, yes, Merlin. <laughs> yeah, Merlin. Bless his cotton socks. So, bless his cotton socks. What was the phone call like for Merlin? Um, but oh, the phone call for that was a nightmare. Um, we we we'd been told we're getting a dog. Uh, we were told we were going to get him on such and such a date, and then um, COVID came and lockdown came. And we were told um, we're, we're going to try and get the dogs out before lockdown. Um, and then it was, no, we've decided we're not putting them out. And, and then, it, no, we're going to try it. No. And, and, and it, there was a lot. But nobody knew. Nobody knew what was going on. And, and the bottom line is, right, if, if guide dogs could look at it today and say, 
what should we have done? They might have done something different, but at the time they were only they only had the information that they had. Yeah. And at the time, they were all about protecting their staff and protecting their volunteers and protecting their users. Mm-hmm. And, and so so they did what was right at the time. And, and therefore they ended up with about a hundred odd puppies up at the up at the breeding center. And normally they're sort of like 20 or 30. And 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 what the staff at the at the breeding center did during the initial lockdown was just incredible. Um, they were they were taking in um, food and sleeping bags and staying there because you weren't allowed to travel. It, um, I, I don't know what it was like in Australia, but in the UK, if, if you went out, I I, I I took something to the mail one day, and I was walking down the road and I actually carried the envelope high. So everybody could see it if they drove past or walked past, because I was going to the post office to post this important letter, and and it, it was it was it was scary. It was scary times, and so so guide dogs turned around and said, "Right, we're not going to let the dogs go out." Anyway, we started to get a few few more restrictions lifting. Uh, and this was going back when we weren't even allowed out. We were allowed out once a day. That was it. Uh, everything was shut, and so then they started letting the restrictions out. And uh, we were told we were going to get the dog in February, and and by by the end of April they were rumming and ahhing, and and they turned around and said, right, we're going to get, we're going to let the dog out. And I was on a Zoom call, and she had a phone. My, my wife had a phone call, uh, and my my daughter was downstairs working from home, and I was upstairs in in the home office, and she had this phone call, and we're going to get the dog, and you're going to have the dog, blah 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 blah, and so. My wife and my daughter were dancing around the kitchen, all happy because this new puppy was coming. I was oblivious to all of this uh, in in the office upstairs. Within that hour, I was on the Zoom. They'd had another phone call to say, "Oh, we're really sorry, you're not having the dog." Mm. And 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 but but we'd had weeks. We'd had weeks of yes, the dog's coming. No, the dog's not coming. Yes, the dog's coming. No, the dog's not coming. It, it was yeah. So I came downstairs after my call, and so like, and and they were in pieces. And I said, "What's up?" I said, well, they've told us this and now they've told us that. And I, oh, no. So we eventually got Merlin on the 4th of May. Now, we normally get a puppy at six weeks. Merlin was 13 weeks old. He'd spent, I help you with the maths, but nine weeks up at the centre mm-hmm. running around having an absolute ball <laughs> with 99 other puppies. It was like Cruella de Vil again, wasn't it? And 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 so, so they... They, you, you can imagine all those pups together. They must have had an absolute ball, and and the, and the trainers they did some amazing things up there. They put obstacles around the corridors, and you know did lots of stuff with them. Um, but but again, they're not getting the one to one that they normally get when they go to puppy races. So when he came to us, he was he was a little bit nervous, a little bit different. Um, and I, 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 I don't know if we're allowed to have favourites, but. He was a special dog, Merlin. And that's all right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> See, I'm not a dog lover. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so, so when he came to us, there was loads of things that we had to do, and we had to play catch up. We had to play catch up, and uh, but but. It was there was still a lot of restrictions, so we couldn't go into shops. We couldn't we couldn't put him onto buses and stuff like that. So all the training, or all of other other pups had had. You know, there's there's loads of pubs and cafes and, and and restaurants in town, and and most of our dogs pull us into all of them because they know where they are. Mm. Merlin still doesn't know that Duke's is the best um, bar in town because he's never been in there. Because we weren't allowed to go in there, so it was all of those sorts of things. And, you know, you got people coming towards you, you know, and, and you want to stay clear of them and, and, and protect them and all of that. And, and so he had a very different upbringing to every other pup. And, and I've spoken to dog owners that, that don't have guide dogs, and their dogs have suffered as well because yeah. of the socialization and people not getting close and stuff like that. So we we were on a hiding to nothing, and and. Um, he he didn't like going in the car. Absolutely didn't like going in the car. Um, you know, his heckles were up, he heavy breathing, he really wasn't comfortable. And and so um Leah used to come over and she she'd 
bring a van, um, you know, with it's got a great big back to it. So it's dead easy, it's open, it's low. He can jump in, there's lots of doggy smells in there. And he'd, he'd jump in and quickly jump back out again. You know, you'd lure him in with food or his toys and she'd spent hours and hours coming over. He just wasn't getting it. And and, and she she had to make the decision that, that he had to be withdrawn. Um, and it's a big thing because, um, you know, Trekker was a huge success. Archie went on and, and he's living with a, uh, a, a lady who lost her sight while she was in the armed forces. She now competes in the Invictus Games and, and, and Archie takes her to all her training sessions and things like that. Mm. Um, the, the, the last dog, Iggy, he's gone as a buddy dog and he's changed the lives of a family who've got a, a blind autistic son and they've, he's changed their life. And, and you know to know that Merlin was withdrawn, my, my, my wife still says, and, and no matter how many times I beat it out of her, she still says that she's failed the dog and she's failed Merlin. And, and it's sort of like, no, sweetie, it's not, it's not you. It's, it's the circumstance. It's COVID. It's the social distancing. Yeah. It's the lockdown. So, and it, it, was, it was absolutely everything. Uh, at what stage? So how long after you got Merlin was that decision made? It was about a year. It was about a year. So, you know, we'd done everything we could. And again, we weren't allowed out in the car for a while anyway. So that, even that was difficult. And, and so it was tough. And, and, and so Leah's brilliant. She never gives up, and which is why Trekker was such a success. Because, you know, it's like, right, we need to work on this because that was, that was a problem that he was having. So we'd work on that. And we'd go to puppy class and stuff like that. And, and she'd really help us and, and make special trips and what have you. Um, and and she, 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 she won't give up on a dog. She will not give up on a dog. And um, she did everything she could to, to help him. And, you know, you meet these lovely people that, that think they know about dogs and they, oh, yeah, but we did this and we did that. But look, we've got to think of the welfare of the dog. Yep. That, that, is the, that is the primary thing with, with guide dogs. It's all about the welfare of the dog. Everyone's an expert. And, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, Leah's got 27 years of doing it. So I, 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 I bow to what she says. And um, so he, he, he was withdrawn. And, you know, so like the first thing is, oh, we'll keep him. Um, but that's impractical because he won't go in a car. And, and my daughter lives, you know, two and a half hours away, you know, with her husband and her kiddie, our, our grandchild. We want to see our grandson. And, and we haven't been able to see him or she's come down, but we haven't been able to go up there because we can't put Merlin in the car and we can't leave him here for two days or we can't put him in kennels because we can't put him in a car. <laughs> and so, so for, for, for our lifestyle, it is totally impractical to keep Merlin. And, you know, you still sort of like think, well, maybe we could, but we can, you've got to be practical. You know, we, we, we've literally just come back from a, a few days away with our daughter and the grandson um, in an Airbnb and it was nice to just have some time away but if we'd still had the dog we couldn't have gone yeah oh, that's fair and, it, and, and, and that's that's the bottom line and, and so then the search was on finding the perfect family that aren't going to put the, you know Merlin in the car and so um, they, they, found, they found this amazing family and uh, they, they foster children. They've got a nice big garden. They don't go out much in the car. They've got lots of land near them so he can run. So Merlin is absolutely living his best life. Is that and, far from um, you? Or? Uh, it's, it's about an hour away, I believe. Okay. Um, we, 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 we are all, we've all got anonymity and we always wave that because we want to know what's going on so we, we keep a facebook page um for all our dogs so if you know people can keep an eye on what what our dogs are doing um it's more for family and friends but um you know people ask me i, I do a lot on linkedin and i've put a couple of posts up and inspired a couple of people to to you know get into the program as well and um so so we've got this facebook page and so so they they post up pictures now and again so we keep an eye on what the dogs are doing which which is lovely so i want to find out a little bit more about i suppose predominantly merlin so when he and the others come into your house is it free range or do you do they are they crate trained or 
Oh, great question. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so guide dogs um, like them to be crate trained, mm-hmm. um, which is which is amazing because it, you know, as as a, as a non dog person, when we first had Trekker, it was sort of like, oh, that's cruel. Put him in a crate. Oh, that's really cruel. Poor little thing. It's like he's in prison. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. And at nine o'clock every night, he'd grab hold of his blanket and he'd walk around to his to his crate. He's like, that's it, guys. I've had enough. I'm done. <laughs> And 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 uh, yeah, absolutely love it. And and uh, but but you you have a crate in the boot of the car as well. Yep. So you know it all makes sense. It, it, yeah, absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. So yeah, the crate crate chained. Um, and then when they get obviously a, a full full grown lab, you know, you're looking at thirty kilos. That they, they they then have a bed, but by which time they they know where they go and what their spaces and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's, there's, it, the, the program is absolutely amazing. And I get, I get people stopping me in the street and saying, oh, my dog's doing this. Can you, can you give me some tips and what have you? And, and again, if, if Emma was with me, she'd go, Ash, what are you doing? Are you a dog whisperer or something? And so no, it, it is amazing. So yeah, we've learned so much about, about training the dog. So, so yeah, so it is, it is, they, they, they have to have a puppyhood. Okay. Um, I, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this, but I will. Um, the day that Leah came and interviewed us, um, we were chatting and we were saying goodbye and what have you. And she said, it's very important that they have a puppyhood. And I really wasn't thinking straight. And I said, right, is that something like to put over their head? <laughs> <laughs> I and, did not see that and, one coming. <laughs> and, and she still, whenever she interviews anybody new, she always says, I've got this one guy and he always, and, and she, she talks about that all the time, all the time. And she won't ever let me forget it. Mm. But um, yeah, it, it is important. It is important that they have a puppyhood. And um and, and and it's got to be fun for them. And and they definitely do that. Um, they're not allowed upstairs. They're not allowed on furniture. They're not allowed to eat anything other than the designated food. So so you know, we we've we've taken our dogs to pubs and um, you know, had a pub lunch and they, they've sat on the floor under the table, good as gold. And, you know, generally when you take dogs to pubs, they tend to be dog-friendly pubs, although we can take our dog anywhere because he's, he's a guide dog. Um, and, and on the next table, there's somebody eating and the dog is up there and is watching their every move, every yeah. fork to their mouth, every fork to their mouth. And you sort of like think, really? <laughs> our, dogs don't, our dogs don't do that. Mm-hmm. They, might, they might come and snuggle you if you're at the table because it's an easy lap. Um, but you're sort of like in your bed and off, off they go. You know, they don't realize that you're sat down because you're eating. They just think you're sat down, therefore you've got a lap to put their chin on. Um, and, and so, so yeah, that, 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 is, that is quite amazing. So, so they're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed upstairs, not allowed on any furniture. Um, so, so they are amazingly well-behaved dogs. And the, the thing is, right, you've got to look at it from the point, the, the point of the view of the person that's receiving the dog. Okay. Yep. You don't want a dog running around your house doing what they want. You want to know that if you put if yeah if you you, you want to know that if you put it here it's not going to go up on the furniture you know because if it comes up on the furniture and you've got a cup of hot tea in your hand you can't see the dog jumping up or anything and it's all those sorts of things that you really don't think about um, you know when you've got twenty twenty vision um, they're not allowed to have a ball which is a great one um, when you think if you think about it if you teach a, a, a dog to chase a ball. Well, if if he's leading somebody who's got you know who's partially sighted or, or, or you know vision impaired, and and someone throws a ball through the park, where's that dog going to go? Um, so 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 these dogs, you know, when when they go free running and a dog's got a ball and chasing a ball, they, they our, our dogs look at that dog and go, what, what are you doing? What's what's that round thing? They really don't have a clue, which which is quite amazing. So as far as other toys say, what would Merlin and any of the others, do they have like favourite toys? Yeah, they have all they have all of their doggy toys. Um, they always like the cuddlies, um, and, and they just carry them around as their mates all the time. And uh, so, so yeah, they they, they like those. Um, there's a there's the Kong toys, you know, the, the virtually indestructible things. They, they they like those. They like the chewy things, um, and the bones. They love the bones. So what? Um, we can take out. Uh, car rides but for Merlin a, an average walk around your your place your suburb 
what would that be like? Uh, oh, so we are blessed. We are truly blessed. So, so right, right outside my my door, it's I don't know a hundred yards, and I'm in I'm in something that's called the Bys, and that is a, a great big green open space runs um, the whole the whole length of of so it's probably well I've done ten thousand steps today. I walked from one end to the other today with a friend and and her dog, and. Um, it, 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 it's a lovely walk along the river um, and it, you, you can just run around. Uh, the time in the morning that we went, it was fine. Um, this time of day, there's lots of other people there, so you need to be a little bit careful if you're going to let your dog run free. Mm-hmm. But off, off that walk is several fields where dogs can go and run. So it, it's, it's, right. just, it's just lovely. So, so he, loves, he loves going there. Um, and then obviously we've got the beach. Um, so during the summer, not allowed on the beach, but there is a beach right at the far end that you can go on. But from the first um, of October, dogs are allowed on the beach and uh, just making sure that the tide is right. And he just has an absolute ball. So yeah, that's, that, that is incredible. We're so lucky. Did you think Merlin had a, a preference on like beach or fields or woods or... It was anywhere where there was other dogs. Anywhere, yeah. he just he just loved playing with other dogs. Just at the top of the hill here, we've got a, a little um, community parkland sort of sort of area where where dogs go. And uh, so if we if we turned left out of the uh, out of the house, um, he was keen to get up there because he knew where he was going. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think I think that was his favourite up there. Um, we call that the nap. Do you think that was um, comparing to the others? because of that early sort of like part of his life where he was with a lot of other dogs in the beginning and then sort of like separated a bit? Yeah, probably. I hadn't really thought about that, Robert. Yeah, you're probably right because, yeah, if he was if he was one of a, a hundred. Then, yeah, he's, 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 he's used to seeing other dogs. But, yeah, he was always so friendly. Um, but you know the the, the other dogs they'd, they'd sort of like go and have a sniff, but then come back. But he would just sort of like oh oh, and there's another dog, and, he, and, and off he'd run and find another one, and then and then and, and his little ears go up, and then oh, I need to go, and off he goes to another dog. It's yeah, absolutely incredible. So yeah, that, I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah, great observation. That's probably why. Yeah. Did um, Merlin have any sort of like uh, particular habits or individualisms? Um, he was he was quite a thoughtful guy so he just sometimes he'd just sit there and stare and he's sort of like what are you doing and he'd just he'd just stare he'd just stare and I think um, it, it, I, don't, I don't know what he was thinking but he would just sit there and and he'd just sit outside the uh, in, in front of the back door because um, he, he knew that I was in here because I'm, I'm in a shed in the garden and so Debs would open up the door and then he'd appear at the, the shed door and just look at me in that funny stare that he does. Um, so I'd open up the door and he'd just come in and he'd just lie down on the floor behind me. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's just cute. It's cute. Because when, when we first moved here, um, we, we, we were upstairs. Um, I had an office upstairs. And um, when, when my daughter turned around and said that, that they, they were pregnant and well, she was, I, I, my, her husband had something to do with it, I guess. But <laughs> when, 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 when she said they were pregnant, um, I said, right, we need to sort this out because if you come and stay, then I'm in my home office and you know we could make that a bedroom. So I put a shed in the garden, which was lucky because it came just as COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it enabled the spare room to then be my daughter's office. Um, but, but, I was upstairs and one of the things about moving here that broke my heart was I couldn't have the dog with me in the office because in my old house, the office was downstairs and I always had the dog in with me. So I'd, 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 be, chatting, I'd be chatting to people on Zoom because I've, I've um, been, been working from home for a long time now. And you'd hear this squeaky toy going. I said, I'm really sorry. That's my dog. And he'd get in on the conversation. And you know, people were sort of like, hi, Ash, how are you? How's Trekker today? Or, or whoever, whichever dog it was. So it was always, um, oh, where's the dog? Where's the dog? So, uh, yeah, often um, tilted the um, angle of the laptop down so they could see him snoozing behind me. Nice. Um, so in the yard um, with Merlin and with some of the others, was there much interaction with other animal species? Do you have sort of different? No, we 
No, the only, only pets we, we we've had we've had um, guinea pigs and rabbits and uh, we had a couple of cats, donkeys years ago and, and fish, but uh, no, it was just just the just the guide dog. That's that's all we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got a my younger daughter was living at home, so she she was pretty involved with the with the dogs as well. But uh, no, it's just the just basically the two of us and, and the dog. Okay, and what about even when you're say like out walking with I don't know rabbits or other things like that? Oh yeah, so um, we, we walk through um, the, the the churchyard and there's a load of squirrel, grey squirrels there, mm. and they're very very tame. You often walk past and see um, people sat there feeding them, so they're super super tame. Um, Merlin used to get really excited walking through the churchyard. None of the others did. Uh, he was fascinated by any other animal, hmm. um, but but the others the others were they they you know because we'd had them younger, mm-hmm. and and I, I guess if he was stuck in this breeding centre for you know an extra nine weeks, then he was gonna you know he's not gonna see you know lots of different animals. So yeah, he was absolutely fascinated. I don't know what he'd do if he ever caught one, but absolutely fascinated. And and again just. Staring at the seagulls and, and and all the birds that are, that are nearby, he'd just sit there for hours, just staring. And you can just imagine he was looking at them. How can they fly? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's quite quite a character. Sounds like a, a philosopher. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, D- deep thinker. Yeah. He's a deep thinker, and he was he, he had the waggiest tail out of all of them. Mm-hmm. He was super, super friendly, um, and and he was the also the the sleepiest as well. He 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 was fine. He he quite happy on his own, quite happy to just take himself off and and go because we tend we tend to catch up in the evening and watch a bit of TV together. And um, you know the dog will always come through. And sometimes Merlin would oh, I'm not bother tonight, and he'll just lie in his bed. And then he'd perhaps look in, look through the door and come in and have a little snuggle and then he'll go back out again. So yeah, he was quite a thick, quite a thinker, I'm sure. <laughs> what would you say it would be his uh, favourite spot in the house or or outside? Um, so favourite spot in the house is going to be his bed, um, <laughs> which, which is which is which is in the kitchen. Um, uh, but but right by the the patio door, so he can see all the birds and the wildlife outside. So so yeah, that that there and. Um, here in my shed, um, very very close second. Oh, nice. Did Merlin or any of the others ever have any sort of like uh, emergency vet trips or or health concerns? Um, none, none, none at all. Um, Trekker, um, he 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 had he had the iPad. Um, but it was left where he could get it, so it's our fault. Um, and then he ate a couple of socks, okay. um, which which was incredible. Um, that was that was so worrying, and that was quite early on as well. It's not like, oh no, they're going to take the dog off us. Oh, terrible. <laughs> you know, you sort of you sort of like you ring up and you're sort of like, oh, not another sock monster. Oh, they're like that. All oh, right, okay. And and but if you never had a dog, you don't think about a pair of socks, do you? Uh, um, when you do, it's like <laughs> um, so. So um, no, and, uh, and and Merlin, Merlin's been the best. He's never taken anything. I see. Because I was, then, I usually ask everyone, you know, to complete the sentence. You know, I can't believe my dog ate, and I was refraining oh, I from asking you because I yeah, thought, oh, yeah, they're yeah. all going to be sort of like that. That you know, a bit more control no, and will behave. No, and this is this <laughs> is the thing, Robert. This is the thing that that that, that people need to remember. They are still dogs. They're still dogs. Yep. They are still dogs. And when you peel puppies. off the, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they are. They really are. They're bouncy. You know that when they, when they, when you let them off on a free run, um, you know they're, they're quite. They're more entertaining than your normal dog because your normal dog does it every day, and and you're only allowed to free run a, a, a pup, you know, a couple of times a week initially, mm. and they go off, and it's like a kid in a in a in a, in a sweet shop. And you know, it's not like, you, know, you blow the whistle, and they don't come back. And you, you go over, and you, t- oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. He's a trainee guide. He's a trainee guide dog. That should get out of jail free card. That <laughs> yeah. is. And they, they go, oh, oh, right, okay. You can see them. They're all getting, they're all getting bristly because your dog's not in control. Well, he is in control. He's just having a bit of fun. He's letting his hair down. And once you explain that to them, they, they absolutely love it. And you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. 
how do you give them up? Um, that's 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 the question that everybody asks. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's so funny. So but, was it, um, Merlin? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say that Merlin um, was the was the the best out of all of them. But then he started getting a little um, into shoes, and um, so I I take him out for a walk every morning, and and then my my wife is is at home. But then she'd pop out. And 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 if I was in a meeting, she she wouldn't bring him in. Normally, she brings him in. So he'd sort of like it, it's as if he's sort of like you've left me on my own. So I'll have your shoes, <laughs> and he'll just take he'll just take a pair of shoes into the into the living room and just just love them. Um, but she had a pair of, she had a pair of sandals that she hadn't had long, and they weren't cheap, and he loved them a little bit too much. <laughs> and, um, so that that was that was heartbreaking, um, and and sort of like you get. Um, and, you know, when, when you have kiddies, right, you can tell how old your kiddie is because all the ornaments and all the things start moving higher and higher. Yeah. And then, and then you can tell when your kids uh, become older and safer, they all come, come start back, coming yeah, back yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, so when our grandchild comes, so I'll oh, quickly move this, move that, move that. Um, and, and you, you get complacent with, with the dogs because they're always so good. And then you get one that doesn't. You're like, oh no! So we have to start putting the shoes away and stuff like that. So you just have to be a little bit bit extra careful. Mm-hmm. Um, question: When you're going out and doing some training, and I know it probably vary a little from from place to place, but did you ever come across a like a bit of negativity, or what are you doing in here with the dog that you have to deal with a person that like I don't care if you're training a dog guide dog, you know. Um, I don't think we have had it. Maybe initially. Um, oh yes, uh, <laughs> most 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 people most people are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they are absolutely fantastic. Um, um, really, really good. Um, and and so we we have a lead, and on the lead there's a little flash that says trainee guide dog, but they also get a jacket when they get to a certain age. They get a proper jacket, so it's a Great big blue, bright blue coat with yellow writing on guide dogs, um, puppy in training, that sort of thing. So, so you can't miss that that guide dog is being trained. Um, you shouldn't really miss the flash, but quite a lot of people now have flashes on their lead that say it's a, it's a, a timid dog or this dog barks or something like that. And and so we 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 went camping, and um, it's a dog friendly campsite, so that's fine. And um, We'd been in we'd been in the camper van all the all the journey down to, to where we were going. So I, I put the dog on the lead and walked into the into the camp shop with with my friend and could to, to pay for our places. And um, this guy comes out. I don't have no dogs in here, boy. <laughs> and and I'm like, right, okay. So I, I walked straight out, put his jacket back on, and then walked straight back in again. <laughs> oh, it's one of them, is he? That's all right. Look, <laughs> it, was, it was just so so quick a, a change um, before he, you know, before he'd even asked. Um, but but when you go when you go to um, places you don't know, we always sort of like, is it okay to bring the guide dog in? Oh my goodness, yes, yes, please, please, please. Um, but and, and um, you get funny looks from other people when you're in the supermarket. That's hilarious because it's, you don't see a dog in the supermarket, um, but uh, and especially when they're young, they don't have the jacket. So like, what are you doing? It's a guide dog. Oh right, okay. And, and you know, and all, all the all the mums as you walk past, you know, they're pushing their their toddler in, in the in the trolley. Go, that's a special dog. He helps people. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's, <laughs> it, 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 it's it, it is a real amazing insight into human nature as well. Um, so so yeah, I. I like, I think it's one of the best things I've ever done, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to when we get another one. Um, but after losing Merlin, it's it's pretty raw at the moment, so we're not sure what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think I think when we say goodbye to all the other dogs, we know they're going on to change your life, and and this one we could have had, um, even though I said earlier it's totally impractical for our, for our lifestyle. Um, that you know, part of you thinks, oh, maybe we could have had him. Um, so it's very raw at the moment, quite quite sad. Mm. Off the top of your head, one of the happiest moments that you and Merlin had together. Oh, just running on the beach, absolutely. Just just he he just loved it. Um, always great fun. Um, and, and as my grandsons got older, he absolutely adored him. 
Um, the, the, both, both ways, absolutely both ways. And, and you sort of like, he's, you know, like I said, 30 kilos. He's huge compared to little, little August, who's, you know, yo big, um, gentle as anything and shared all his toys with him, but never went anywhere near um, August's toys. So yeah, really, really, really lovely dog. Mm. Oh, that's that's nice. That's interesting to hear too. You know, sometimes it's like ah, whatever's on the floor, whatever I can reach, must be mine to play with. You know, well, especially especially I'm a Labrador. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's another another challenge that most people are thinking, like, oh, Labrador, but you know, don't they eat everything? <laughs> yep, yep, totally, totally. Um, is anything else coming to mind about Merlin that you'd like to share? Um, no, just, just what a lovely dog he was, um, how, how he helped us through lockdown. I think, I think that was, that was nice to have a dog through lockdown. Um, but it, it was an, you know, lockdown was an extra special challenge being a puppy raiser, uh, because of all the restrictions. Um, you know, it, it, with, with all our, of our other dogs, we've done all kinds of things. You know, there's a, there's a department store in town and, and you, you walk around the ground floor um, they've got a lift, um, one half of the building. You, you, you go there, you go up the lift and then you walk around the China department and then back down the other lift. Absolutely fantastic training for, for the guide dogs because, you know, you, you they get to go in the lift. Um, poor old Merlin doesn't even know that that store exists because, because of all the restrictions. Mm. So, uh, yeah, he was more, he, he, you know, towards the end of, of his life with us, he was, he was more a pet than a, than a guide dog. Um, but obviously we still had to do certain things, but, uh, no, it's, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was good fun. And, uh, yeah, we definitely miss him and, uh, it's going to be a different Christmas this year. Oh, look at, see it as from, from our conversation that, you know, Merlin's, I suppose life was okay. Not destined to be helping someone with vision impairment, but he's helped, like you said, helped you and your family through COVID. And now he's Absolutely. now he's part of another family, and that's just how things maybe are, are destined to be. Absolutely, it's 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 the circle of life, isn't it? And uh, yeah, he's 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 living his best life. He's having an absolute ball. And uh, you know, when you when you say goodbye to a, a pup, you, you you want to know that they're they're having fun and 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 what have you. And um, we we um, fostered one for a, a short period of time from another puppy raiser while, while they went away or something. I can't remember the circumstances. Um, but this dog came in um, and he was our best friend immediately. You know, I was expecting this dog to sit by the front door waiting for the owners, but no, he was my mate. And so they're quite fickle. <laughs> they are quite fickle. Um, so we so we know that he's all right. And, and we've had a few photos back from them. And uh, oh, yeah, Obviously the dog knew, knew you were a dog person. Uh, yeah, it must have done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How bizarre is that? <laughs> if to those people listening are thinking about doing that sort of thing and, and fostering and looking after a, a service dog or a guide dog, what are some words of advice that you would give them? Just do it. Um, that, that, just Just embrace it. Just embrace it and think – Think why you're doing it and think who's going to get the dog at the end of the day because it, it will change somebody's life. Um, you know, if, even if, if, even if it's going as a police dog, they, they do amazing work. Um, you, you know, you're not, you're not going to hear the stories that you do of, you know, Tre- Trekker's new owner. But, but again, they are doing incredible work. And, and so, yeah, if you get an opportunity to do it, it is so rewarding. And to be part of something that is so special is it, 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 it really is an honour. It has been a really enjoyable conversation. Do you um, want to give out any uh, links to your own sort of like businesses or, or tell people what you do and, or anything like that? Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a LinkedIn trainer. So if, if anyone wants to chat to me, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. So um, if anybody wants to find out more about guide dogs or my journey with dogs, more than happy for people to catch up with me. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's Ashley Leeds on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm all over it, so that you, you shouldn't you shouldn't have any problem finding me. I'm also I also go under the moniker of the 15 minute guy, 
Um, and that's because I, 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 my, my training course, I do it in 15 minutes a day uh, because we're all far too busy. And uh, so uh, I respect people's time. So yeah, they're, they're, if, if anyone wants to come and have a chat, uh, wants to find out more about guide dogs, absolutely. Uh, Ashley, it has been a truly wonderful conversation. Thank you again very much. No, it's really, really great to, to meet you, Robert. And thank you very much for having you on your podcast. And uh, yeah, have yourself a lovely Christmas. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. And now's a good time to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Just like our new listeners in Mountain View in the US and Aksay in Russia. If you'd like to leave a review on whatever platform you are listening on, it would be appreciated. And more importantly, tell a friend how awesome dogs are and have a listen to this podcast. Until next week, stay safe and remember, your dog is family.